0: Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Just One More Level Podcast Season 2 premiere here, Mm -hmm. where we have played a little bit of Castlevania on the original Nintendo. Yep. Yep. (laughs) We started Season 1 with a screwed-up intro. We're starting Season 2 with a screwed-up intro. Yeah, I'm your co-host, John. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm christian yeah that's, by the that, way. that's what i was waiting um, for and welcome to look, season two everybody season two if you don't know who we are then yeah. what are you even doing with your life come yeah, on all exactly 16 of you or whatever that watch us yeah should obviously know who we are by now yeah so. you guys know who we are that's fine yeah come on come um, on uh so yeah castlevania it's a video game yes and we it played is. it and uh just real quick just want to do a couple quick things before we get into it mm-hmm. hopefully by the time this episode's up we will have a website linked underneath in the video description or if you're watching on your podcast platform of choice Mm. in the description for the podcast there should be our website yes would greatly appreciate it if you guys check that out um maybe vote on some games give us some suggestions things like that on there yeah as well as uh check out we should have a facebook profile um, if you want to, if you want to follow us on there uh, Twitter, of course, which we already have, but you know, if you just want to follow us on there, we would love to get a little bit more interactivity going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the other kind of thing that we want to do is have this year kind of do a little bit more of the Castlevania games. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Just look forward to a bit more of that. Absolutely. But uh any am I missing anything? Is there anything you wanna shout out for this year?
1: Uh we're um also going to uh try to put maybe a little bit more care and attention into the videos. Uh something that oh, yeah Cr- Christian and I have talked about. Uh we I really enjoyed working on the little animations for the Christmas special. Um, so we talked about maybe adding a few more elements like that into uh the videos. It all depends of course on time and scheduling and right. uh, d- different things. So like don't that. expect like, it
0: on every video. Video is what no. we're trying yeah. to say but some videos there will probably be little spins and things like that yeah and uh actually it's something i forgot to mention to john but something else i've been thinking of mm-hmm. is i would love to do have a little bit of fun with some hidden hidden things in the videos and the descriptions and oh, things yeah. like that yeah. uh, maybe just uh so keep your eye out for anything weird in the description or in the videos themselves. Right, there may be just uh, there may be some hidden stuff going forward. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So yeah, so yeah, well, we want to have some fun with it this year. Right, we kind of got our format down. Now we just want to play around a little bit. Right, you know. Yeah.
1: See what's so, going on. Um, exactly. So, uh, getting getting into the game, uh, Castlevania. Yeah. So Castlevania is something that I love um i haven't john talks about it all the time i do if you haven't watched season one (laughs) yeah in season one every game i thought was like castlevania in some way um which was my own little hidden Easter egg, uh, because uh, also in season one, I would talk about how big a fan I am of the YouTuber, the Angry Video Game Nerd. And right, uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd's first review ever, all the way back in 2004, which came out on MySpace.com, was of Castlevania two, Simon's Quest and he hated that game and then he referenced (laughs) it a lot in other games that he would play because he started out as the angry nintendo nerd so he would only play nes games and then occasionally snes games before he branched out into playing uh games of all different genres and on different systems and things um so he would reference castlevania 2 specifically a lot or castlevania 1 and 3 depending on the games and then eventually he did a three part Megasode on the Castlevania franchise in general in which he played all the NES games the Super Nintendo game um, some Sega Genesis and PS1 games and uh, handheld ports and a whole bunch of different things like that so that was always one of my favorite episodes he did Uh, it was a Halloween special so of course I kind of carried it over into our my own content um and because of him is the uh why I checked out the first Castlevania game in general uh, for the first time because it looked like a ton of fun and it looked like something that was really action-packed and awesome so i always wanted to check it out and since then i've been doing that bit where i like to compare things to castlevania which is a pretty unique experience honestly it's
0: not yeah that's what I was gonna say easter egg aside how did you actually feel about the game playing it now though yeah um... i mean obviously you've played it a bit before it's not like this is your first time playing yes. but uh
1: yeah uh so castlevania is tough as nails yes and no
0: yes yes and no (laughs) yeah so like level design wise Mm -hmm. it's enemy placement that makes this game tough as nails yes the actual enemies themselves besides maybe a couple of bosses and that's only if you don't know how to do the easy kills on the bosses right um besides that the enemies themselves are actually pretty easy the majority of them are one hit maybe two hit kill right um it's because it has that terrible old school design choice mm-hmm. of having insta death pits yep. and enemies spawning out of nowhere to knock you into those pits. Yes. That's the number one thing in my opinion. That and the amount of enemy spam coming out of nowhere. Yes. Those are the
1: two things that
0: kill it for me. Yes. Everything else about the game is fantastic yes. in my opinion.
1: Yes. Um, the music absolute bangers all the way across oh, the especially board. Especially for the Nintendo. Yes. Oh, Every yeah. track is amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I've listened to the OST of Castlevania just just on repeat for fun. Like I I I genuinely think that it's just good music. Like they, they, they just did that good of a job of making every track catchy and exciting. Every track feels exciting for uh for a game. So they, they did a fantastic job with the music. The artwork looks really good and really detailed for the NES.
0: Yeah, the, the uh oh what do you wanna say? The the setting they were going for, the kind of gothic right. um uh, medieval-ish kind of setting mm-hmm. on the nes right and it's so detailed like they only had what was it on the nes four colors that they could use at a time or something like that
1: y- yeah um, uh, maybe 80 50, eight, 50 but... something total j- yeah j- and, and total limited how many yeah. you could use on any on any screen given screen yeah um yeah I, I think it is
0: so detailed yeah even though they had such limited hardware exactly it really is insane yeah um it it's the only thing I think that looks better on the Nintendo, mm-hmm. from at least my games that I've ever played, yeah. are Nintendo first-party games. Right. Like, like Super Mario. Mario Brothers 3 mm-hmm. looked fantastic, oh, and that's yeah. the only thing that comes close, in my opinion, to, right. the, to the look of um, Castlevania. Yeah, exactly. But, that being said, control-wise yeah castlevania didn't quite reach that super mario brothers 3 no. level
1: um, um or super mario brothers 1 yeah and the, the biggest handicap for the control is not being able to control your jump after you jump exactly you have That's to move the number one first I and have then well. jump uh that yeah. that is a killer and especially in a game that has such tight platforming um, yep. It's necessary to have really precise jumps to get right on the edge of platforms. And a really common enemy type starting in level two are Medusa heads that uh, float along the screen in a zigzag pattern. And they make the platforming... Surprisingly
0: hard to dodge. Surprisingly yeah. <laughs> hard to dodge.
1: And they make the platforming even easier. They're even more difficult to hit if you're yes. trying to knock them off the screen. And yeah. it, it, it just makes everything so much more difficult. I remember... Remember, um and i'm gonna reference it again the angry video game nerd episode on castlevania he actually drew in photoshop um the enemy path (laughs) for like the Medusa heads and for the different different enemies he was just like you only take up this much of the screen but you have these people coming from this way and you have these people coming from this way so this leaves you exactly this much room to navigate through this part of the level and it was was just covered the screen was just covered (laughs) and that really is the
0: thing like it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't coming at you from both sides because one thing I learned so I've actually beaten this game before it's been roughly a year or two since I have but I have beaten this game before um so this is my second time playing Mm -hmm. and i found that it was much easier this time than the first time yeah And getting used to enemy patterns like I remember I forget which stage it was exactly roughly stage 10 right around there. I Mm -hmm. thought it was impossible my first time playing it took me it must have been like an hour and a half to get through that one stage right this time it took me maybe 10 tries on that stage maybe a little less Mm -hmm. um, until I was able to figure out a way to get through it almost almost entirely without getting hit i still got hit every once in a while but right. most of my times through the stage i didn't get hit at all so like once you okay. get a feel for the game yeah it's actually you can get really good at it it's consistent right. at least for the most part right which um, is
1: why i'm okay with the difficulty i mean there's yes. uh there's a saying in the the nes collectors community castlevania hard Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if a game is Castlevania (laughs) hard. Yeah, it has its uh, it has that reputation. But um, like like you said, unlike uh, Ghosts and Goblins, which is a game we played for the first season, um, it doesn't feel like it's unfair hard. It feels like you have to get better at the game and then you'll be able to pass that section, which drives you to keep trying over and over again even through all of the deaths and continues and game overs if they
0: had did one thing
1: Mm -hmm. one thing if they had did the Mega Man thing
0: where instead of dying when you fall off screen Mm -hmm. you're taken back down to a lower level yes i would not have had any problems with the majority of the levels right because the enemies you can memorize you can memorize the enemies you can learn to deal with them Mm-hmm. but dying because something spawns off screen and then barely touches you and it knocks you into an insta death pit. And that's the thing takes one of your limited lives. That's the part that kills. It that's the
1: only other part of the control that I have the most frustration with is getting knocked back. No matter what hits you, yeah. you get when yeah. you and get you get hit. knocked back hard. It's not just yeah. like half a tile or anything like that. It's like a tile and a half. Yeah. That it
0: knocks you back.
1: It's a huge so if you're, knockback. it
0: uh, yeah, and a lot of the platforms that they let you stand on are only about two tiles wide, wide anyways. Yeah. So unless you're on the very edge, mm-hmm. unless you're just barely tiptoeing that edge and you get hit, you're mm-hmm. going to die. I've noticed You're just going to be knocked off and there's nothing you can do about it. Because once you're in the air, you have no control at all. Right. You are stuck on the path that they put you on.
1: Yeah, and I've noticed too that it's like it's um, every once in a while. When you get knocked back, if you're in the middle of another animation, like a whip animation or a jump animation, all it does is cancel the animation and leave you yes, with yes, that's sort of thing. Like happen, like the yeah. hit invincibility, but it's it's rare and yeah. it's not planable all the time. You have to be an actual speedrunner and practiced at the game in order to try to plan that out to 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 get hit in a way that'll just cancel your animation instead of knocking you back. And it's it's like I would say 99 percent of the time, if you get hit hit and knocked back you're you're dead like yeah. there there's Honestly, almost yeah. no exception to the rule where you would get knocked back onto another platform or knocked back further back onto the platform you're on like it's it's yeah. uh, it's almost never the case
0: it's rough it's real Mm -hmm. rough again though i don't want to discourage anybody from trying the game because the game is a lot of fun yeah um i personally played it this time on the super nintendo mini which enabled save states i didn't use the save states Mm -hmm. except for whenever i was done playing right um i saved my state just so i could continue at a later point Mm -hmm. um but I I I wouldn't necessarily say I'm playing it the correct way though. I think it okay. would be more enjoyable mm-hmm. for most people if they did use safe states. Not yes. like constantly like save state spamming, right. but every stage or two stages or whatever like that. I think yeah. it would be a good idea to just go ahead and save state every every time um, you,
1: you you finally make it past that area you've been dying on ten times. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, right. Sa- save your state and then and then pick up. I didn't use save states at all uh, this time. I, I do own the cart, um, or my friend owns the cart. I'm sorry. I borrow the cartridge, um, but I don't have a capture card, so um, right. we weren't sure whether or not I was going to be recording footage or Christian was, so um, I emulated, but um, I didn't use any safe states for me. Um, I uh, just tried to play through it as naturally as I could because um, right. I, I I when I play the game I play on the cartridge so that's not a possibility because um, right. I, I unless have... you have like
0: the the analog I think supports save states I mean there's right. newer, regardless whatever we're getting way off topic here right but um, <laughs> yeah I mean most people I feel like that are going to be playing this game are going to be emulating it in some way right um, whether it's on one of the collections that have been released or it's uh, the Super Nintendo or sorry the Nintendo mini or whatever the case may be right um, so that would be my recommendation recommendation is to yes. use save states mm-hmm. um because the game is very hard the continue system's great in this game don't get me wrong it starts you back at the beginning of the level mm-hmm. which each level is only i think three stages long maybe four right so it never sets you back that far mm-hmm. um the the downside is that you lose whatever well you lose everything you just start completely back over with the the basic whip uh no secondary items etc right um so that's kind of the the bad part but you can collect that stuff pretty quickly if you're if you're focusing on destroying all of the candles for the drops that they have and killing enemies and things like that right which again is another thing i quite like about this game is things like um the candles they spawn things in a certain order yes um and then there are set spawns for things mm. like secondary weapons right so if you've played the game once or twice or watched the speedrun or whatever you can start to learn what items kill bosses the the best the easiest right the fastest mm-hmm. um so you can look out and then you can actually grab those weapons and then just keep a hold of them right. for the entire uh rest of the the map here the the problem is is that if you say that item is a uh, let's say it's holy water Mm -hmm. and you collect the only place in the level to collect holy water is in the first stage of that level right and then you die uh two stages into that level mm-hmm. you'll start back at stage that stage that you died on that's where you'll respawn at right and so you get a and game then you over have no yeah. way yeah unless you get a game over but that leaves you no way to go back and get that holy water right to defeat the boss with which can make it extremely hard to kill some of the bosses because yeah. we haven't touched on it yet but the bosses in this game
1: mm-hmm. oh boy yeah <laughs> except if you with the exception of the first level boss the the rest of the which bosses can st- are so difficult. can still be
0: tricky um yeah. in my opinion if you have so for the first boss in my opinion the best item is the the axe mm-hmm. to kill it with yeah um so the axe is an item you kind of throw up in the air and it does like an arc and it can actually do multiple hits um because every like few frames or whatever it'll mm-hmm. do damage so if you arc it right it can do uh damage multiple times each axe can
1: yeah
0: um but so yeah without that axe i do think even that boss can be quite difficult at times it's definitely manageable Mm -hmm. but still difficult the game the regular enemies may not be that hard to deal with but the bosses yeah oh boy
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and the um the second level boss is Medusa, or at least a Med- <laughs> it's a giant Medusa head. Um, I was going
0: to say, I have no idea what the names of any of the bosses are, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, but...
1: I'm not sure myself. Uh, the first level boss is a giant bat. The second level boss is a giant Medusa head. Um, I've never made it through level three, so I'm not sure what the boss is there. I think three is two
0: Frankensteins, maybe, or okay. something like that. Okay. And then fourth is... I don't know, like Frankenstein and a monkey type looking deal. Okay, like I said, I don't know their names at all, so I'm sorry. I'm sure they're classic monsters, all of them. Yeah, but I just don't know. Right, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um. But the uh the um second level boss is something that I've never gotten past because I always play this game. Like I said, on the actual NES with uh with a friend of mine because he has the he has the game on the cartridge. And, um, you, when we're playing together, I'll hand it off to him and he'll get past the second boss and then we'll move on to level three and stuff like that. But this is the first time I actually got through it and was able to beat the second level boss by myself. And I see that, um, here on the video, you're about to use the quick kill method of using the holy water. Yes. Um, yeah, but, uh, which just completely stung
0: locks. Queen Medusa. Yes. Um, (laughs) And uh, just, yeah, destroys her, completely destroys her.
1: I went uh, similar approach. Um, Instead of stun locking, I time locked. I kept the uh, stopwatch uh, power up. Oh sure, And just sure, froze yeah. time and just hit her with the whip a bunch. Um which gotcha. is uh not not just as effective, but uh similarly effective. Um so that that, that can work as well. But uh this isn't a strategy guide. was just <laughs> this is just a yeah, review. Yeah, no. Um so uh, other, other than artwork and uh, gameplay and music, which we have touched on, I'd love to touch on the atmosphere of the game. I feel like this game sure. is one of the most perfect Halloween games for the NES that I've played other than Ghosts and Goblins, which is something that we, uh, we played together. Um, I feel like just the idea of adventuring through castle dracula as the vampire killer which is what this game was called i believe on the famicom i could be mistaken I'm not actually sure you may be right I um or know. or maybe on on dos or something like that i feel like there was a version of this game that was released that was called vampire killer it may have initially meant to be called that because the first level music track is called vampire killer and oh, okay. you okay. play as a character Simon Belmont, who is a vampire killer. He's a monster killer, and he has traveled to Castle Dracula to put an end to Dracula once and for all. And I think that's just a great plot to a game. You know, it, it's really yeah. it's really difficult to kind of like make a make a good. Um, movie about a classic monster that everybody agrees is a good movie other than the original universal classic and i feel like that translates into games as well it's kind of it's kind of difficult to make a game out of a classic monster that's not in some kind of traditional horror game style like the the first person slender man game that became really popular amongst indie gamers um and indie game developers that on the christmas special last season we played you know we played uh santa claus which was very much in that style it's just a horror game that has that indie first person view um and then insert monster here (laughs) right Um, yeah yeah so i think they did a really really good job of taking the idea of having an adventure in castle dracula and making the 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 castle a maze that you have to adventure through and all of these monsters are within the castle that you have to fight and i think that's just a really really clever way to put a spin on such a classic story like dracula um right so i really really like that about it and i love all of the gothic uh architecture and design which we talked about in level design design um i think that it's it's really really effective and it was the the perfect way to tackle this on a system like the nes
0: yeah yeah no they did a great job with it um atmosphere wise like john said i mean we touched on it a little bit with like art and whatnot but it's amazing what they were able to do on the nes as mm-hmm. far as making it feel like you really are in a gothic medieval like um setting and on top of that um kind of like john was saying it's it's a really cool concept to be i mean yeah you're the vampire hunter is what you are but in order Mm -hmm. to get to dracula you have to fight through all of the lesser uh monsters right right kind of classic monsters. so you're fighting Mm -hmm. you know medusa you're fighting uh frankenstein you're fighting mummies etc um and just progressively getting making your way through Dracula's castle so you can finally get to Dracula himself to take him down. Right. And it, it's, yeah, it was a great concept for a game and executed very well. Mm-hmm. 100% agree.
1: Yeah. And, um, spawned a classic, spawned a huge franchise. Um, mm-hmm. two more games on the NES, a uh, few games on the Super Nintendo Genesis era consoles, a uh, few more on the PlayStation and 64. And it's just kind of kept going throughout the years. Uh, in modern day they haven't made a castlevania like a new entry to the series in a little bit um
0: yeah i mean they tried the whole animated series thing on netflix which um, yes which i I, don't know how i feel about to be honest i have seen
1: all of it (laughs) i will tell you the first season is passable the second season is good and the third season left me very confused uh i'm not sure what they were going there for uh going for there excuse me um but uh yeah um th- th- that's how that went <laughs> uh it, it, it follows the uh storyline for anyone that's curious but not curious enough to check it out it follows the storyline of castlevania 3 on the nes um right. very loosely it just has the characters uh, from castlevania 3 uh something unique about castlevania 3 is there's a character switch function um so there's three or four different characters you can play as um trevor belmont uh i can't believe either a descendant or an ancestor of simon belmont the character from the the first and second game um And then uh, there's a a magician, they call it in the Castlevania universe, instead of a witch um, named Sypha, who has elemental magic. Alucard, which is the son of Dracula. Alucard is Dracula spelled backwards. Um, And then uh, some kind of like minion, uh, hunchback kind of guy that can uh, run all over the place and climb walls and stuff.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, we'll touch upon these other games eventually. Right. um, With more detail, I mean. Yeah. Mm Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll play through the
1: entire series of eventually so <laughs> yes exactly um but uh in, in more recent uh franchise news uh simon and richter belmont i believe have been added to smash brothers um that as sounds right playable characters i think it's simon and richter uh richter is from the SNES slash Sega Genesis Castlevania games after Castlevania 4. He was uh, another, I think, descendant of Simon Belmont, Um, so he was a pretty popular character, and uh, a lot of people liked him and wanted him as opposed to Trevor or Alucard, so which may be coming in the future. Uh you never know. Right. Um but uh that that's a thing and I believe I'm really struggling to remember here but I believe some kind of paid for mobile game for Castlevania was going to be released or is released um recently very much in the style of Symphony of the Night uh all the way down to I'm pretty sure you play as Alucard and I uh, honestly
0: have no clue. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I'm,
1: I'm 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 really bad on my my Castlevania trivia at the, at the minute. Right. Um, (laughs) um i I don't want to let anyone down i've only ever
0: played the first game and watched a little bit of the series uh on netflix so right that's that's my knowledge on it right yeah (laughs) um
1: so that's uh that's what you got going on uh here on the footage here i'm looking at uh christian here he's made it to the third level bosses which is pretty cool um, I
0: die this time though.
1: So I mean, right. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, it's, um, it's a fantastic experience. I can't recommend highly enough that, uh, you go and play it in whatever format you're able to. Um, collectors, as as far as uh, collectors go, this game isn't really that expensive to collect if you already have an NES. Um, typically, I see it between ten and twenty dollars, so it's not one of those classic NES titles that's really going to break your bank. Um, so you can definitely collect it that way. It's available on the NES Mini, um, so that's, uh, that's. And I'm a really sure good there's way. like
0: collections and things like that. Uh, there are, um, yeah, that you can get for other systems. And I believe
1: whatnot. one just dropped a year or two ago. I think it was on there the. Switch um that that you can buy that has this included in it so um yeah collections and multiple different ways to find the game there um but uh it, it's just it's fantastic i would have loved to have grown up with this game um right <laughs> but I, I i am glad that i get to play it now and it, Yes, absolutely. I would play just one more level. I was just same. The, I was the game's frustrating at times. Yeah, but 100% I would still play
0: just one more level. I'll probably end up beating it again. Like I said, I made a save state um, yeah. at the end of my time playing through it here. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that specifically because I would like to play a little bit more. Yeah. Um. In fact, I probably would have played a little bit more last night when I was recording the footage for mm-hmm. this podcast. But uh, one, it was getting late and two, I just got too frustrated right. um, on stage 12 or 11 or whatever stage it was. And
1: uh, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it, it's uh, I, I plan on doing a, a stream of it. Probably uh, I was just talking about this with Christian, if I haven't already, by the time this comes out, um, I plan on doing one of those streams where I sit down and I, I don't stop playing the game till I beat it or lose my mind or whatever. Right. (laughs) Um, But uh, I I would love to do that just to commit that time to it to try to perfect those parts that I get stuck on by playing them over and over and over. Um, I think that would be uh, a lot of fun. So look forward to that in the future, maybe. And um, yeah, I I just... uh, I love this game to pieces and I'm gonna continue referencing it as much as possible. <laughs> uh especially when it doesn't make sense. So Right.
0: All right. Well, uh I think that's pretty much it for the season two premiere here. Season two um, premiere, yeah. As we mentioned kind of in the beginning, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it if you checked us out on Twitter and Facebook, uh, gave us a follow there, maybe interact a little bit as far as what games we should play and things like that. Yeah. Um, If you happen to be watching live on Twitch, you can reach out to us on our personal Twitter accounts that we already have set up or the podcast Twitter account that is already set up. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm stream the steam. Uh, The podcast Twitter is uh, just one more podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and or I think it's one more podcast actually because of uh limits, character limits on Twitter. Yeah. Jonathan, what's uh what's your Twitter?
1: Uh I am uh the Dorse Man, John Dorsey One. Mm-hmm. And on uh Instagram and on YouTube and Twitch I'm also the Dorse Man. Um so you guys can come check me out over there. I play games and I stream. I do uh, like Twitch highlights on YouTube and different things like that. So if that's something that you're into, like I said, I plan on streaming Castlevania in the not too disappointing. In the future um doing one of those streams where i don't stop playing so i think that will be tons of fun and if you want to check Definitely. that out over there you can but other than that you can find me on the just one more level podcast youtube channel and yep. our um hopefully set up by this point website where uh, like we talked about you can vote on which games you want us to play you can make suggestions and uh we'll have some kind of polling system we haven't quite figured out the bugs but some kind of polling system set up with uh suggestions that have already been made so you can vote on which ones you'd like to see and um as well as some other things and links and uh, to be uh to be disclosed details uh, that we'll exactly. hopefully have a little bit more ironed out by the time this episode airs. So um, exactly. thank you so much for watching. Uh, we're really happy to be back in season two and we plan on uh, upping the podcast uh, uh, quality, so to speak, um, in, in this season, uh, doing a little bit more with it and having some fun with it. So we're really appreciative that you guys have been with us this long and continue to support us. So thank you. Because right. you don't have to, but you did. And we appreciate it. We so much most certainly
0: do but that's it for this time everybody mm-hmm. uh we should be back if we don't do so for the season premiere i don't know we may end up doing a couple episodes in one go just as mm-hmm. kind of a hurrah for the new season i don't know again right. details to be ironed out because we're actually filming this before the uh season two premiere date right uh by a, by a fair margin mm-hmm. um but regardless if we don't do that then we will be back next week with another game. Yeah. Uh that I don't know. We'll figure out what that is. Yeah. Do y'all really care what it is? Let us know in the uh in the in the the the, the comment section. Do you actually care what we play? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Let me know. It, anyways, that's it guys. We're done. It's right. been nice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.